0: Welcome to Rewind, an optimistic podcast that'll help you in your successful career in music. Amit Weiner hosts musicians, composers, professors, and sound wizards as they share their life stories and career decisions. Stay tuned, it's gonna be epic hello and welcome to the first episode of a brand new podcast rewind tips for your successful career in music the podcast that will help you build a successful career in music my name is amit weiner and i'm very excited about starting this podcast and i'm your host I'm going to start and tell you a little bit about myself, because in the next episodes I'll be interviewing guests from different areas of the music industry, from composers, film composers, and video game composers, to musicians, performers, singers, and instrumentalists, to other types of jobs in the music industry, such as mixing and mastering engineers, and also music entrepreneurs. I'll start by introducing myself. I'm a composer for films, TV, and also concert music. My music has been published by Universal Production Music, Warner Chapel Production Music, and BMG among others. I have more than 1,000 music tracks that have been featured in more than 5,000 TV commercials, trailers, and shows. I have a PhD in music from Bar Ilan University in Israel in composition, and I'm a professor of composition and the head of the cross-disciplinary composition department at the Jerusalem Academy of Music and Dance. I've been traveling around the world as a musician, as a composer, and also as a pianist, for many years now, I've given masterclasses and clinics about composing music for films and concert music in many places around the world, among them the Manes School of Music in New York, Northeastern University in Boston, in China in a few conservatories such as the Central Conservatory of Music in Beijing, and in Singapore, in Vietnam, Germany, and many other states in the US. Okay, enough about me. The goal of this podcast is to show you, the listeners, the diverse path and the different types of career opportunities that people can have in the music world. I know that your grandparents probably told you if you are in music or when you wanted to study music in the first place, so I'm sure that we've all heard the same sentence by our grandparents or parents. The sentence goes like this, there is no money in the music industry, go uh, find yourself a real job. And yet, we all went ahead to fulfill our dreams to become professional musicians. And in this podcast, when I'll interview many musicians from different areas of the music world, I hope to show to the grandparents and to the parents as well that there are many, many possibilities in the music world. Okay, so this first episode is going to be the only one that I am doing solo and in this episode I want to share with you different revenue streams for musicians today. We will cover 8 of those revenue streams, possibilities to make a living as a musician. And I think it's important to understand that most musicians today work in a combination of income strings that are mentioned here, and actually no one really works in all of them, so if I'm covering right now 8 possibilities, usually all the musicians I know, including myself, choose something like two to four options between those eight possibilities. Here are eight different revenue streams for musicians today and I will elaborate about each of them a little bit more afterwards. We have composing music, we have arrangement and orchestration, this is number two. Number three is performing as a musician. Number four is teaching. Number five, income from royalties, something that most musicians usually neglect because they think there isn't any money from royalties. But I would encourage you to not underestimate the potential of income from royalties and I'll elaborate a little bit more later. Number six is various products for the audio community world like music tools, midi packs and so on. Number seven is entrepreneurship and personal projects. And number eight is being involved in music tech companies. So let's start. The first one is composing music. And in this area, there are eight options for you as composers of music to make a living. You can write music for films, television, music for libraries and trailers, which is something that I'm doing a lot myself. And for example, in music for libraries, there are usually three types of income. You can have the payments from the libraries as advance. You can have sync royalties and you can have back-end royalties from your PRO. I'll explain a little bit about this afterwards in the royalties section. So the first three were films, television and music for libraries. Then number four is video game number five, theater, number six, music for dance, number seven, write concert music for orchestras, chamber ensembles, and so on and so on, and number eight, songwriting for singers. So for composers, there are those eight possibilities, and I think every composer I know of, including myself, choose something around two to four maybe of those possibilities. Let's take for example Hans Zimmer. So he's doing music for films of course as we know. He's doing a little bit of TV music but not so much. He is doing music for libraries and he's also doing music for video games with collaborations that we all know of like Lorne Balfe etc etc. So from those eight possibilities he's focusing on films, TV, libraries and video games. So this is the first section as a composer. The second one is arrangement and orchestration. And as an arranger or orchestrator, you can work as a freelance or as an assistant to a composer. Or, for example, you can be hired with a regular salary in music companies as an arranger. Any company that is involved in the music business can hire you as an arranger, orchestrator, and producer. Number three of the incomes, of the eight incomes, is performing as a musician and I'm sure you're all aware of that, that if you play an instrument in a very high level, you can perform as a musician in gigs, in weddings, in events, festivals and also as a studio musician. number four is teaching and i'm sure you're all aware of that i think every musician i know of including musicians that we've all learned about like beethoven mozart bach etc etc they were all teaching music at some point or another in their careers and i think this is a very profound and deep thing about us musicians I mean, I teach also, I'm a professor at the Jerusalem Academy of Music and Dance, and I see teaching not only as a way of making a living, but also as a way of sharing my experience with others. I'm becoming a better musician while I'm teaching. That's how I feel about it, and I'm helping other musicians to become better musicians themselves. So I think teaching is wonderful if you like to teach is a wonderful, wonderful way to be spending your musical career. You can have it as a full-time job or you can have it as a part-time, as part of what is called your portfolio career. And if you choose teaching, there are at least seven options for you. Each of those have different skill set. You can be in higher education, colleges, universities. You can be in high schools. You can be in primary schools and kindergartens. You can teach private students, which is something that I'm sure some of you or maybe all of you are already doing if you are musicians. You can teach at conservatories and music schools and you can do group workshops and also you can teach online courses and tutorials. Number five is the income from royalties. And this is something that is really, really complicated and most musicians that I know of Don't want to go into all this headache, but if you want to take one thing from this first episode, it is never underestimate the power of royalties. In music royalties, there are a couple of royalties. Let's describe what is included when you say music royalties. There are performance royalties, and these are earned when music is performed publicly, either live or through broadcast or digital media. And performance royalties are collected by what is called performing rights organizations or PROs. In the US, you have ASCAP and BMI and CSAC. And for example, in the UK, there is PRS, where I'm registered. And each country actually has its own PRO. There is also what is called mechanical royalties. And these are earned when music is reproduced or distributed in physical formats like CDs in the days or vinyl records, or nowadays, what is called digital downloads. So streaming nowadays is considered to be mechanical royalties. Number three, there is also the sync licensing royalties. And these are earned when your music is synchronized with visual media. For example, myself as a film composer, I'm in the sync world. TV shows, films, commercials, video games, all these are part of the sync world. There's also what is called the neighboring rights royalties and these royalties are related to performers. So for example, if you play in recordings, if you play the piano or a guitar, you can have income from neighboring rights societies that will collect your money. This time not as a writer or a composer, but as a performer. So organizations like NRG, the PPL, and Sound Exchange are collecting neighboring rights royalties. Okay, let's stop here with the royalties. This topic is very, very difficult for all musicians, as I know, but you might take the time and delve a little bit deeper into this. Because, as they say, royalties are our pension and the money that we will leave to our grand-grandchildren. Number six of the eight ways of making a living as a musician today is various products for the audio community world, like music tools, Many of my friends are doing those like midi packs or sample libraries or plugins, sound design packages. So here your audience, your customers are actually musicians. Number seven is entrepreneurship and personal projects like establishing your own music companies, foundations, music education centers or any other innovative project you can think of. And number eight is working in music tech companies as an employee or freelancer or as an advisor. And before we end this first and short solo episode, let me recap what we've covered so far. So in the music world today, There are eight different revenue streams for musicians. Each of them has separate skill set and most musicians are choosing a couple from those eight possibilities. And those eight options are composing music, arranging and orchestration, performing as a musician, as a performer, teaching, income from royalties, various products for the audio community world, entrepreneurship and personal projects, and working as an employee or freelance in music tech companies. And before we end this episode today, I want to share with you one of my favorite scenes from the movie Amadeus about Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. In this scene, Mozart is carrying a piano in Vienna in the rain from one gig to another. And I always thought it is so inspiring to see Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart, one of the great geniuses of all times, carrying a piano himself through the streets of Vienna, like any other working musicians that is carrying his trumpet or his instrument from one gig to another. And the story about Mozart is a very inspiring one, I think. As we all know, he was a prodigy. And he was touring all over Europe when he was five, with his father and his sister. So all Europe was already aware of the genius of Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart when he was very, very young. But then, after 15 years, when he came to Vienna as an adult at the age of 20, Nobody really cared about Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. A five-year-old that can play the piano in many, many keys and with his um, eyes covered was very exciting for the Europeans. But a 20-year-old that can play the piano very nicely and writes wonderful music is something that is much less exciting. And just imagine for a second, Mozart in Vienna trying to find his place in the music world. And he established concert series and initiated projects like we all do. And my take on that is that if the great Mozart was carrying his piano in the rain in Vienna from one gig to another, we can all do the same. And before we end today, always remember that the great composer Giuseppe Verdi was not accepted to the Milan Conservatory of Music that is today named after him. Thank you for listening. If you have any question, please feel free to reach out on my website. You can find my email there. My personal website is awinermusic.com. This is a w e i n e r music.com and you can find there my email, my Facebook and Instagram and LinkedIn profile feel free to reach out and ask questions or suggest guests that you would like to appear in this podcast. I can't wait for the next episode where the first guests will arrive and I'm super excited about it. Hopefully you are too. I'll see you in the next episode. Don't forget to rate the podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcast and I'll see you in the next episode. Stay tuned and rewind. Welcome to Rewire, an optimistic podcast that'll help you in your successful career in music. Amit Weiner hosts musicians, composers, professors, and sound wizards as they share their life stories and career decisions. Stay tuned, it's gonna be epic.